Welcome to episode one of The Weighing Room with The Winner's Enclosure. I'm Hannah and I'm joined by Frankie and we're going to be taking you through Saturday's race card. Meetings at Newbury, Doncaster and Cheltenham. Now Frankie, you've been at Cheltenham today, so tell us a little bit about that and also you're there on Saturday, aren't you? Yeah, I've, um, I've been up there today. I'm there Friday and Saturday, so I've got, been lucky enough three, four days on the bounce. I walked the course um, this afternoon. Sun was out. They were doing final kind of preps. It does look very, very good. I spoke to the team up there. They um, have obviously had a lot of prep ahead of this with COVID stopping lots of things last year, and they want to get this one perfect. And fingers crossed, if it's like it was today, it was looking it was looking pitch perfect. It was good to be back. Um, I think I snuck in, uh, when was it? One November meet. It, since the festival, since pre-COVID, um, I got one sneaky November meet when they allowed 1,000 locals in. <laughs> um, but since then, haven't been. So yeah, it was good Good to go. And then uh, I'm going tomorrow and then going Saturday. We're obviously going to talk through some of the races on Saturday, hopefully pick out some winners as well. But it was... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting to be back. You always kind of not forget about Cheltenham because to me, growing up in Cheltenham, it is, it's the big one. All of my kind of jumps racing, the way I follow jumps racing anyway, is like the road to Cheltenham from the get-go. Um, some hardcore racing fans will be like, there's way more to jumps racing than Cheltenham. But for me, the season starts now with the October meet and I'm looking at horses and following horses up to Cheltenham. So it's, um, I'm excited for this weekend. It's been a long time mm. Yeah, because you and I, well, our local horse is Cheltenham because obviously I grew up in Wiltshire, but all my family are in Gloucestershire. So, yeah, we're, that's our, our local local course. But tell me, how was the ground? Because when I did uh, my prep yesterday, mm -hmm. the ground was looking soft. Has there been any rain? Because I'm in London at the moment. There's been, so. there's been loads of rain, um, but I actually bumped into a guy who was doing this weird new thing. I don't think he worked for, he wasn't the course clerk. Obviously, they have the course clerk. Does it? his own thing for Cheltenham but they had a it was a like a independent I guess that go to all race courses and they're doing an experiment with a new bit of kit where they're weighing up or measuring certain race courses against other race courses he was dropping this bowling ball on, on, the, on the ground which had uh it was quite interesting to be fair the guy was telling me all about it they had this bowling ball um with all this kit inside obviously measuring how it felt and he was just walking around with this ball just dropping it from various heights and he basically said it feedback it feeds back how the horse will feel so it will measure kind of like the spring back from the ground at various heights at various parts of the course um and he was like it's, he said it's good or it's it's perfect i don't think he was saying it's good ground as in good ground in racing terms he was just saying the ground is good and it's perfect because they've obviously had so long to get it ready um, but there's been a lot of rain. I think it will be, I don't know, um, good to soft, maybe soft. Um, yeah. Rain's so much it was hammering down. Yeah, I did wonder, because I checked this morning again, um, and it said good to soft, so I just wondered. But, I mean, this, did you say this ball thing that they're using, this is new? Uh, so they don't, they don't work for the race course, so the course clerk will still give... Um, will still be the one that decides what the ground is but they are basically like it's like a new bit of technology they're they're experimenting so he was telling Interesting. me <laughs> yeah, if no one's heard about it you heard it here first yeah well i'm looking i'm looking on race post and it's got the ground down as good so oh okay Maybe a good ground, yeah. right then well without further ado should we crack on through the cheltenham race card and just 
I get that up on my phone. So we're going to look at, well, the 145 showcase handicap hurdle, that's two miles, five furlongs for conditional jockeys. Um, so we have the pick from the winner's enclosure is Samara, Sam arrive, sorry, Sam arrive at nine to four. Now, Frankie, what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to side with them. Um, it's Paul Nichols' favourite. It absolutely uh, romped home last time out, I think by about 10, 10 12 lengths. Um, and I think you get these horses, like I said, these meets October, November, that have been tucked away and they've done one or two pieces of really, really good work. It has gone up, I think, £10 since last time out, but I think it should handle it. Um, it won by 12, 13 lengths. And I think it, I think it'll get the job done again. So I'm actually going different. I'm going with Byzantine Empire, if I've said that right. So it's a four-year-old Bay Gowden trained by Fergal O'Brien. Um, it's recently had a wind operation. So, you know, hopefully that might make a difference. Prior to this one at Southwell, um, and he was keen and he won by two and a quarter lengths. So I think hopefully it should go well tomorrow. And that's going to be my pick for the 145. Siding with Fergal is never a bad shout, is it? At that's someone I really wanted to visit this, this, I'm a, well, this summer, really, but I haven't made it. It's a shame we're not recording this later. I'm going up on Saturday morning before racing, so I'll be able to ask him all about it. Oh, I just wish I could come. <laughs> it's such a great place. Yes, perfect. The best person on Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Um, next up, 2.20, we have the What's Your Thinking Handicap Chase. Um, when I was walking the course today, those fences are bloody high. Um, the winner's enclosure pick for this is Storm Control at four to one, um, which is favourite for the race. I am going for Jersey Bean in this. Um, one last time out in a class three um, and has got some form that stacks up with Manila Bobo, but off the weights, I think Jersey Bean has got a much, much better chance. I think Manila Bobo might have beat it last time out. Um, but weights reversed, um, or at least weights now in Jersey Beans' favour, and Jersey Beans won for me. Uh, so for me, I'm going with Cloth Cap uh, under Tom Scudamore. So obviously last time we saw this horse was at Aintree and was pulled up. It was the 11-2 favourite. Um, again, another one that's had recently had a wind up, um, but I think it would be, it'd be really nice for the late Trevor Hemmings as well. I think it'd be a really nice tribute. So kind of going with my heart there. Um, but that's, that's the one I'm going for in the 220. Moving on to the next one. So the next one uh, we do have, let's have a look. So it is the 1455, the Marston Holdings Hurdle. So the winners, the, winner, the winners enclosure are going for Tritonic. Now, I am siding with Tritonic. So um, first of all, a little bit of a, a little bit of a history thing. So when I was in the betting shop earlier on this year, uh, when I was working in there, a lot of people came in and Tritonic was on a lot of the customers' lips. And so I was like, mm, well, I'm going to listen to them. Um, and uh, also a Twitter friend of mine um, who's got horses with McNeils. I, I remember her mentioning it. So that's always stayed in my mind. Um, now, went back to flat um, and has built itself back up because obviously it's a disappointing uh, trip back in Cheltenham last year. So I think Saturday could be the one, but I do really like Tritonic. I think it's a very smart horse. Yeah, interesting one. I mean, at 8 to 11, I wouldn't be backing it myself um, purely because of disappointment at Cheltenham um, and 
the second favourite, Stepney Causeway, looks a little bit exciting. I love I love to I love to side with horses that have done really really well in previous races in let's say a class three or four and they step up um and have a crack at a bigger race and Stepney Causeway has been absolutely hammering the last I think three times out um by a number of lengths and I would take a chance um on that to beat Tritonic I mean it's pretty hard to oppose uh what was a triumph favorite um and is now eight to eleven at Cheltenham but I'm gonna go for Stepney Causeway for the Skeletons. Next up, uh, the 3.30, Sky Pirate. That's the question. Um, does Sky Pirate do the business again around Cheltenham? Um, gone up a fair bit of weight, and it is first time um, back out since, maybe since the festival. Am I right? Yeah, last time out was at the festival when it won. Um, the winners enclosure have tipped up Sky Pirate. I think... I'm only, it's, this sounds bad, it's going to be very hard for Sky Pirate to win off of that mark um, and on its reappearance. But there doesn't seem to be too much else in the race that is catching my eye. So, it, I mean, I think it's a hard race to pick a winner. And I don't think nine to four is value on Sky Pirate, but I just can't see much else in the race that I really fancy. Um, so I am going to go with Sky Pirate. It's a bit of an obvious one, um, but hopefully it'd be, it'd be awesome to see it win again. Yep, so me too. I'm siding with um, Sky Pirate and agreeing with, like you said, it's going to be hard to to get that on the reappearance um, because he did finish third at a lot lower rating. So, yeah, but I think he's got a lot more to prove. Now, with the ground, I don't know. Um, what did you say the ground was now? Did you say it was about good to soft, you thought? Good, good to soft, maybe with a bit of rain, but it doesn't yeah. rain now. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with Sky Pirate too. Sky Pyro all around, fingers crossed, Nick Schofield gets the job done. And it's the five past four, the Per Thames Handicap Hurdle. So the winners enclosure have gone with Push the Tempo at 10 to 1. Now, Frankie, what are you saying about that? For me, I'm, I'm going pure, purely because it's Gordon Elliott and Jordan Gainford back in a handicap. And last year, you'd be mad not to back... When you saw that combo in a handicap, it seemed like Jordan Gainfield was just cleaning up for Gordon Elliott. Um, Gordon Elliott has obviously been been tucked away and to ha he's got a few runners at Cheltenham this week. Um, and to see Jordan Gainford on a favourite, it seems to have already took a little bit of money in the market. Um, I'm just purely taking a chance that um, they're going to be there to get the job done. Now, my pick, I'm going for... This is 10 to 1, at, well, when I last looked, is Jordi Deschamps. Um, now, this one, if you look at the record, I mean, he, before the 2021 debut, didn't run since 2018, um, but won back in May and June. Um, last time we saw him was my birthday, the 8th of October, at Chepstow, finished fifth. But I think there's still more to come, so that's the one I'm going with in the 1605. And that is Cheltenham. So fingers crossed we've got some winners between us because I'm going to be there on Saturday. Um, I definitely think that Sam for Paul Nichols in the first is, uh, is a good bet. I'd probably nap that up for Cheltenham. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so it's some tough racing, but definitely some exciting racing. Um, so moving on to, we'll go to Doncaster next. Class one, group one, one mile at Doncaster, that straight mile at Doncaster. There's an odds-on favourite of Luxembourg, 10 to 11, um, who does look an absolute machine of a horse. Um, the winner's enclosure 
tip for this race, however, is not Luxembourg. It is Royal Patronage um, for Mark Johnston at nine to two, maybe slightly shorter now, four to one. Um, my selection for this, I'm going with the obvious favourite. I just think it's hard to oppose. Um, you see an odds-on favourite with Ryan Moore on board. It's demolished the field last time out. It looks a very, very smart horse. And having only raced twice, I think there could be more to come from this horse. So Luxembourg is um, my pick for the race. So I'm siding with the winner's enclosure for this one, um, which is obviously Royal Patronage. I saw this horse um, in the Judemont Royal Lodge Stakes uh, at Newmarket back in September, finished strongly, it's a brilliant horse, it keeps on improving. And when I checked the ground, it was soft, so I do think the ground will suit. It's that wooden basset, it's a really impressive horse and I think it will do really well. So now we move on to to the 350, which is the Virgin Bet Doncaster Stakes, um, which is, I did say it, didn't I? The 350, I'm losing my marbles there. Um, now, Frankie, who are you going for in this one? I am siding with the winner's enclosure. Um, dear Dar, that's the winner's enclosure's pick, and it's also going to be mine, again, to take on a pretty hot favourite in Flaming Rib. Um, again, I keep going back to this and I hope I'm, hope I'm not eating my words um, come Saturday, but it's only ran once. Um, everything, the, the three horses in behind it have all gone on um, to either win or come second. And I just think the nature in which it, which it won, I think there's a little bit more to come from this horse. Um, so my pick is going to be Iodar. Me too. I'm siding with you and the winner's enclosure as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's run once, so there's not much to look for in there. Um, one out of 11 uh, on good soft ground. So yeah, I, I just think there's, there's more to come. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good race. Next up, we are in the 420 at Doncaster. Um, the Virgin Bet Handicap, class two, five furlong sprint. The winner's enclosure pick for this race is Sunday Sovereign at 9-1. to one. A bit of a price for you, um, for Tim Easterby. My selection for this is going to be Dakota Gold. Um, this horse has pretty much won every single race it has run in, every sprint race off of soft ground, which we should have at Doncaster. It's won at Doncaster a couple of times before, and I think it's very fairly weighted. Um, in this handicap. So it's ticking a lot of boxes for me. Um, my pick is going to be Dakota Gold. So my pick, I hope I'm saying this right, is the Russell Razel, the four-year-old gelding. Now, when I last looked, I think it, it, Frank, you might be able to see on your screen there, is it still the second favourite of five to one? It is, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this one, uh, one is four, last four starts um, after a 201-day break. Um, and last time out of Nottingham ran well and won on good to soft ground and it's out of Dubawi as well. So, um, you know, the, the form's there, it's got some good lines in there, some good breeding. I think this will be a, a good horse and a great one to watch. That's all for our Doncaster races. Um, moving on for two ITV races at Newbury and the first is the two o'clock class one group three. Again, forecast for heavy ground, um, seven furlong sprint. 
And the winner's enclosure pick is Noble Truth. And I am going with both of their selections, actually, at Newbury. Um, I'm going to side with Noble Truth again. Um, has beaten the second favourite, Huya Mao, um, only very closely. And you could argue that there's scope for improvement in the second favourite, having not run as many times out. But the form of Noble Truth, especially on heavy ground over in France, I think just ways in its favour that little bit more it's proven over the distance it's proven on the ground it has beaten the second favourite it looks a very very smart horse um, and I think it's deserving favourites so Noble Truth yeah me too Noble Truth so um, James Doyle will be riding this time James Doyle uh, won on this horse um, before actually it was its second win but since it's been ridden by William Buick and yeah so the last time it was beaten by Angel Blue and that was at Longchamp on soft ground but it's brilliant horse it's a fantastic horse to watch i was looking back actually um when we who you mount literally by a whisker like you know and i just think it would be great competition again on saturday when they race against each other um out of king uh, kingman and the damn cyrus frankel so again it's all there really and i just think it's a fantastic horse it's a brilliant horse to watch noble truth all round so then lastly of our picks so we are as I unlock my phone to check which one it is, it is the 1435 Virgin Bet St. Simon Stakes. Um, and that is the last of our selections, isn't it? So this is a trip over one mile four. Now, my pick for this one, I am denied about it, but I've just gone for Max Fagan. And when I was looking at this horse, it's actually gone up the market now. Frankie, can you just tell me, is it, it's, is it the second favourite now? Max Vega, no, it is third favourite of four to one. So you've got Siskini at around even money. You've got Ilaraba around seven to two, and you've got Max Vega around four to one. There's been some, I guess you could say, some early money, um, or at least where I'm looking for Ilaraba, mm. seven to two second favourite. Yeah, it's progress this year. Um, now, the one that the winning closure has gone for, I, I'm gonna. I'd ne I would nearly agree to say uh, it's Larab, and I believe that's the one. Would you say that's the one you're going for, Frankie? Yeah, that's my selection. Um, I don't like the favourite. I, I never like to I like in these sorts of races to pick a horse that's been handicapping for too long. Uh, the favourite has been running well in handicaps, um, but I think Larab has been impressive in group company, and I think. Uh, well, I mean, now it's into seven to two. It's a bit more of a price earlier, but I'd definitely be taking on that favourite. Mm. Yeah, so that's so that's your pick. So my pick is Max Vega. Um, but yeah, I mean, Frankie, I'm really envious. You can have a great day's racing on Saturday. I have to say I will be at home joining the uh, ITV race card and watching it from my sofa, which will be very <laughs> exciting and I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I think we've definitely got a great day's racing. You're going to have a fantastic time. Um, Frankie, your nap of the day. My nap of the day, my nap of the day for Saturday. Um, I think I'm going to have to go back to Cheltenham. Um, as I said, with that Paul Nichols favourite in the first summer eve, I am hoping that it is as impressive as you might suspect. Um, it's pretty unexposed. It, it's one wow. Um, and I think he'll be coming here hoping to win. Um, so hopefully it gets me off to a good start on Saturday and pays for a few beers. 
<laughs> Let's hope so. And my nap of the day is going to be in the uh, 1.45 at Cheltenham. Um, and it's going to be Byzantine Empire. I really like this horse. Um, it really stood out to me. And yeah, that's going to be my nap of the day. That's the one that I selected earlier on. Um, so all my information that I said is, is there. But yeah, that's, that's going to be mine. Fingers crossed we get some winners between us. Um, I will obviously be at Cheltenham watching. Cheltenham, you'll, you'll literally be sat at home watching through what we've just selected. So you'll, you'll know exactly how we've got on. Exactly. Um, I'll be sitting here with this list yeah. and fingers crossed. So between <laughs> us, we're going to have a bit of a competition, aren't we? Of uh, who can back the most winners. So hopefully we'll get some ones between us. Between the three of us, I'm just trying to just trying to look now. I think the, the horses that we've all kind of agreed on are Sam Arif in the first race at Cheltenham. Um, and Dia Dar in the 350 at Doncaster, and also Noble Truth in the two o'clock at Newbury. So maybe between the three of us, hopefully a couple of those um, go well. Out of your picks to, uh, from today, have you got one in particular that you are really, really looking forward to seeing run? Um, I'm interested to see Tritonic run. I'm. I haven't, I haven't, uh, it wasn't my selection, but I'm just interested to see how that goes. Um, Sky Pirate, I don't think you'll take too much from this race. I think it will come into form festival um, season and it's very heavily weighted. But again, it would just be, it's always nice to see horses come back to Cheltenham that have won at Cheltenham. So I think it's, um, it's good to see those two. Obviously they've been around Cheltenham at the festival and it's always nice to see how they're going to go. Um, this time out. But yeah, I think I'm most interested to see how Tritonic gets on. I think, I, I personally, I'd think 8 eight to 11 and is, I, I mean, I wouldn't be back yet, but um, I might be eating my words. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking for. Yeah, really looking forward to seeing Royal Patronage um, run again. Because, like I said, when I was there in Newmarket, um, watched him as a fantastic horse. So I'm I'm looking forward to the progression and uh, seeing how it goes. But yeah. I, I, I think that's the best thing about Cheltenham is seeing, seeing horses come back around um, mm. or following horses from, you, as I said, you sometimes get a couple in these October, November meets um, or even sometimes in the, the trials in January and you get a look at a couple, especially the novices that then go on to the festival. That's always my favourite thing. So mm. hopefully there's uh, some good racing this weekend. I'm sure it will be. God, the last time I was at Cheltenham was before the pandemic. <laughs> That's so long ago, like literally before the pandemic broke out. That's what it is for most people. They've only had, they only had, they only had one meet and that was when they had 1,000 people allowed. And besides that, oh, yeah, the locals, no yeah. so there's been no public since, uh, not last year's festival, the one before. So yeah, I, the guys I spoke to today said they've been very, very busy um, and there's lots of last minute ticket sales. So I think it'd be a good one. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I bet. I've already got my outfit picked for the festival, just saying. <laughs> Ahead of the game, most important thing. <laughs> Separation is key. All right then, well, we will leave that there. Thank you so much, Frankie. We will see how we get on on Saturday. Good luck and good luck to the winners in closure. And uh, fingers crossed, we'll get some winners. I'll see you next week.